If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with The Good News. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin with The Good News. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We've got a couple of really cool good news stories. The Good News team is here, producer Dave, Michelle, Ron, and Donna Hetzler. We've talked a lot about Donna's writing recently, but she also has the nonprofit, The Jericho Girls. And then Michelle Ron does a lot of speaking, and she's extremely inspirational. I hear so many wonderful things when well, mutual friends meet or see her about uh, what a great lady she is and so if you want to reach out to any of them or you'd like to uh, help out the good news and support this show and maybe grow your business angieaustinradio.com angieaustinradio.com let's start um day because we do love arc so much and the work they do with the differently abled community and hiring the arc ambassadors let's start with this story about the man with down syndrome you want to give us a little so briefing yeah this on is this? A, this is a steve hartman He's one of our favorites. Uh, I mean, he just comes up with the best stories. Mm-hmm. But this is about a guy who's got Down syndrome. His name is H.K. Derryberry. However, what? H.K. <laughs> Derryberry is his H. name. H.K. Derryberry. Right? I love that. And uh, he uh, he's just he's extraordinary because he actually has this crazy memory where, like in the video, though he asks the girl when her birthday is, and she's like, you know, uh, um. September 23rd, 1983. And he's like, oh, that was a Tuesday. And I think <laughs> oh it was a full moon. And it's like, what is going on? So anyway, wow. very, very inspiring. HK, we're looking forward to hearing you. Just about everyone in Nashville knows the remarkable story of HK Derryberry and his good friend Jim Bradford. They enjoy making the rounds. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It's just a joy for me when I'm around him because he just uh, is just so enlightening. He's also enthusiastic. Seventeen years ago, Jim dashed into a Nashville restaurant to grab a cup of coffee. HK was in the corner, a nine-year-old with legs and braces listening to his radio. The kind of kid an executive on the go might ignore. But on this day, at that moment, Jim made a lifelong friend. Said, uh, good morning, buddy. What's your name? I'm HK, David. What's your name? I'm Jim. Nice to meet you, HK. Nice to meet you, too. HK's mother, pregnant with him, died in a car accident. He was born three months premature, blind and with cerebral palsy. His dad disappeared, so his grandmother was raising HK by herself until Jim walked into that restaurant. He loves HK, and I do think that it, that it was meant to be. And no one would know about HK's incredible gifts were it not for Jim Bradford. HK has a remarkable mind for days and dates. And your birthday was on Father's Day in 1997, 2003, 2008, and 2014. Oh my gosh, it is. And you don't look a day over 18. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who gets more out of this? Oh, I think I do. HK and Jim. Ooh. 
A chance encounter that changed them both and made life... Lovely, lovely, lovely. Kerry Sanders, NBC News, Nashville. So it wasn't Steve Hartman, but that was a great story. That's okay. <laughs> was it what the uh, the movie The Rainmaker or the or Rain, Rain Man. Man? Rain, Rain Man. Man. There yes. we go. Yes, wasn't yes. that his? I don't think so. But no. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's extraordinary that uh, you know Angie always calls it differently abled. And uh, and that just means sometimes you uh, make up for it in in ways that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Yep. That's wonderful. Yeah, one of the gals from ARC that came in said, "I wish that instead of when I was a kid, if people drawing attention to the." things I couldn't do, they mm -hmm. would have drawn attention to my gifts, the things that I could do that she was so good at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I noticed that the positive thinking is, is a lot like, it's weird how it, it will infect you. Um, you know, it's like when you're looking for a new car and you're not sure which kind of car you want and you're like, oh, yeah, I really like the red Ford Ranger or whatever, right? And then suddenly you see red Ford Rangers everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I notice it's kind of like that with positive thinking. Like if you start seeing things or noticing things that are good, you start seeing it everywhere. And I think that's really cool that it's easier to focus on it once you start noticing that, that there's good things out there. Absolutely. And it's like a habit or a muscle you have to work on. I think that positive thinking we've talked about the golden list which was the 10 things you're grateful for every day and uh, like if there are complaints around the house I try to put a limit on the complaining you know like one complaint you, know, you can tell me about the one thing I'll tell my mom that the kids did but I, I not 30 or not for 30 minutes but you can tell me the one mm -hmm. thing if you want but it's got to be kind of cut short or it our, can really go on ab oh I, I so agree and our current Miss Senior America who is from Colorado, Gail Novak, uh, uses her, uses the description, spiritual muscle. She's using her spiritual muscles today to think about this or to think about that. And I thought, what a great description. That, that is, is a good description. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. And whenever we can share it, you know, I'm an encourager, even though a couple of weeks ago I was complaining about complaining, right? Yeah. I'm usually the, the girl who's yeah. glass half full and I was complaining and Beatrice set me straight on that. But mm -hmm. um, no, I got to use my encouragement this morning because I was in a closing and my closer that I use at this particular title company, um, she always comes in with such a smile. You'd never know that she's got problems, but um, she's got two teenage boys now, but she adopted them when they were babies, and it turned out they were a little differently abled. And um, it has changed her and her husband's world. Um, and they've sacrificed everything to raise these two boys and make them, you know, thrive in life and what have you. And so she was kind of down today, even though nobody else would know it. You know, I talked to her after the closing and, um, you know, I just tried to encourage her and said, you know, you were called by God to raise these two boys. These boys would have never made it if it wasn't for you. Right. And, you know, in that discouragement, she's like, I hope so. I hope so. I'm like, nope, you're going to tell me you were called to be their mother. You know, and you are going to raise two great boys that are go going out into the world who are going to thrive, and they would have never been what they are today if it wasn't for you. And so by the time we were done talking, she's like, yeah, yeah, and the enemy does want to take my boys and me out, but yeah, I was called to this. And so you could see her attitude change and just her, you know, her position shift a little bit about from being down because you and you're bombarded you know with those trials every single day I mean that's Satan a lot. is very good at doing yes that. he really is Those when so, we're our weakest yep. yeah and devaluing ourselves it was interesting because I talked to a friend the other day who is a highly successful speaker 
who, you know, makes millions of dollars a year and, you know, Fortune 500 and, you know, uh, speaking for tens of thousands of dollars rather than like, you know, maybe our $100 or $200 speeches that we might do, you know, a totally different level, let's put it that way. And he said, um, boy, you do so much for the world and these good news gals, the examples you've told me of how they've been there for each other. And I'm, uh, I think one of my proudest moments was when Beatrice Bruno went through the toughest time of her life, I believe so far, losing her husband of 27 years, uh, just, you know, under a year ago, that we all um, came around her. You, Michelle, went right to the emergency room when she found out that he died. You were there with him, uh, with her alone. And uh, the rest of us all coming together and supporting her and uh, seeing her preach at his funeral. And just the fact that we have these bonds of supporting each other and that everyone pretty much became friends through our organization of the Good News Show. And he said, well, not only do you surround yourself with these great women that, you know, you handpick from the community and men, for that matter, I producer Dave, uh, that, you know, we hope we inspire you that life's not easy, but with the Lord, it's the only way to do it. That you can get through a lot of this stuff. Uh, but I think I, I said I don't value what I do enough because I think that the world has taught me since financially I don't have successful shows. Financially, my shows might make a little bit of money or they might break even because I have employees and things like that. And, and, I, and I have an employee on my other show that I'm like his main source of income. So even though I might not get paid, like I'm making sure that he has you know money to support himself and get his new business off the ground. And so I feel like because I don't make money doing this that it's not valuable. And he said, you really undervalue what you bring to the world. And I've thought about that a lot lately. When you said the other day, you were talking about the woman who was an addict that said she used to, um, uh, what was it about meth and hope? Oh, she used to be a dope dealer and now she's a hope dealer. Yes, yeah, isn't that (laughs) great? I told my husband once, I said, because I did get a job offer from a TV station in town. It was good money, and it was for another morning show position. And I started the good news instead and basically made nothing. I mean, what I make would pay maybe my expenses to keep my radio shows going. And um, because I'm not an employee, a lot of people, like, don't know that, like, I don't work for the, the station. Right. It's my show, and then I have to generate income for the station. So anyway, um, um, I said, well, my wallet may not be filled with many Benjamins, but it's filled with hope, you know, I'm my husband doesn't see the value, I think, in that because um, my faith isn't necessarily his faith, uh, and he hasn't really gotten on board to the same degree with what the kids and I have um, gotten on board with in terms of church. But I'm happy to report that even without him uh, necessarily being a Christian, I'm not sure, and the kids aren't sure. Like, he'll say that he is, but we don't know. The kids will be like, come on, Dad, you better hurry up. We don't want to leave you behind. <laughs> um, but they've been volunteering in the children's ministry at church, and— uh, uh, you know, I get a lot of positive feedback from the teachers about their interaction with other kids, et cetera, and all three of them um, are volunteering now. We'll take a break over the summer because actually this is my last show in studio. I'll be um, in California for 10 weeks. Uh, through the whole summer, we come back, I think, the day before school starts. And I'm tearing and up, mm. missing you, and knowing oh. you're going to be on a beach all summer. Like, well, I'll be really? with you guys. I'll just join remotely. You okay. Know, and then uh, we're going to hold your you surfboard. Too. She's going to be on her surfboard, yeah. people. One thing I um, talk, talk about that I think is so important for each of us in, in regard to what you've just said are the blessings that God has given us. He has given each one of us specific gifts. And it is, and I can't say his name, the author of The Circle Maker. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. I'll I can't up. say his name. And, uh, my favorite book of his was The Soul Maker, S-O-U-L. Yes. But it's anyway, Mark something, isn't it, Mark? 
I oh, Batterson. That's Batterson. it. Batterson. B a t t e r s o n. But his comment and his prelude to his book, I love because he said, "Don't take those compliments of what people say that you're good at as a whim. Those are things that need to be taken very seriously, and God gives us those. It is our responsibility to use them, and so don't." poo-poo something when somebody says, oh, you are so good at putting this all together or so good at organizing this. Oh, no, it's nothing. Well, no, it isn't oh, nothing. It's it just is God. everything. Yeah. No, I'm working pretty hard alongside God, too. So, yes, exactly. receive that. But it is our... Um, our responsibility yes. to take hold of those and acknowledge it. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Well, I think because he is such a successful speaker yeah. that it did have some weight for me, um, you know, what he was saying about the value of what we do when we try to encourage people, whether it be, um, you know, through our group camaraderie or over, you know, the airwaves. And uh, I hope that when you listen, you're encouraged exactly. as well. Exactly. And we know that the three of us are not here by circumstance. That's right. We are here only because God arranged it. Yes. And so therefore, those of you that are blessing us to be listening at this point in time, we also know God has a charge of that too. Right. And we pray that um, we're using his kingdom and his words, and we just want you to know that we care out there. Mm -hmm. Well, and Angie, I meet with a lot of women, you know, being in Jericho Girls and what have you, and I can't tell you the amount of women who say, you know, to tell you, Angie is making a difference in my life. I listen every day. Mm -hmm. Wow. And yes. And so I don't, I see, I think I'm around kids, so I don't talk to people that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. my, my own mother doesn't listen to the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm talking to a lot of women who listen to the show, and they're just, you're making such an impact in their lives, and it is making a difference, and we don't need that validation for from others to say, yes, you are, no, you are. You just know that mm -hmm. God has divinely put you here to use your no voice. No coincidence. And that's right. And to, to speak into the hearts of, of people. Well, and I think, too, that society sets us up to believe that, it, that you know, that it has to have a financial, like, I, if I'm not making money right. out of it, that it's not valuable. But um, I think that, um, you know, like we your ministry, Jericho Girls, this is more like a ministry and that you don't necessarily have to make, um, you know, a, a check per se, like a, you know, su substantial uh, check to make, uh, a, to be important. And I think that that's what society kind of teaches us, that we can't have an impact if what we're doing isn't financially successful, but it certainly can't be successful. Right. But, you know, the Lord doesn't see it that way. No, and I've struggled with that too, because last year's Overwhelm Conference was the first year that we made a small profit. But for four years, I was struggling, like, okay, if this is God's will, then why why aren't we making more money and at it's it? It's a or ton why? of work. Right. It's a yeah. ton of work. And has he really called us to this? And so we do, you know, value the end dollar around, like, is it successful because it is profitable? Um, but the testimonies that I get from women, it's like, okay, it brings me back to, yep, it doesn't matter about the, the money part of it. We are making a difference in the lives of women, just as you are to men and women who listen to this program, too. And I also feel like... Um, you know, you're talking about Mark, and David has, he grew up as a Christian. Mark's um, my husband, David's uh, Yeah, David's my husband. husband. Let's yeah. not confuse yeah. the husbands, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, he was a Christian um, when I married him, and then he got uh, tainted with religion and, you know, pastors of churches, you know, falling and affairs and all these things. And he's like, why? you know, this, this isn't Christ. You know, this is religion. And so... Um, 
it's almost like he's kind of gotten a little tainted or jarred about church and what have you and doesn't want to go. And so I think we're similar. You know, mm-hmm. they're living a Christian life, mm-hmm. um, but have they really, you know, right. do they really believe in God type thing? And um, scripture teaches us that um, there is a scripture that says um, if the husband is a non-believer, the wife sanctifies the husband and vice versa. And if they're willing to stay in the marriage and do it, then do it because you're sanctifying through your your faith. And um, what I've embraced in this life last year is I've, I've worked so hard to like, I married a Christian and you know, that pushing because you want them to come along and you want them to be the spiritual leader and what have you. Um, what I've embraced in this last year is embracing where David's at in his journey. And of course you feel that way. And yes, I don't have all the answers. And yes, there's a lot of things that go on that's political and bad things that happen to pastors, of course. And we just talk through it, but they're I never, human. They're human. Human. Right. Everybody has free will. Yes. They're human. Right. Um, but what I'm just doing is embracing where he's at. And I'll, you know, I used to try and give him the answer and the Bible scripture and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I love you. You're the man that I married. And of course, that's a very good question. I don't have answers for you. I struggle with that sometimes too, and just kind of teaming up with him. And it has changed kind of his outlook. So this is a big announcement. So I'm turning 50, not till January of 2020, but I told David, I said, I feel like God is calling me to Israel. I need to go to the Holy Land. So he got online and he booked us a trip with um, Jonathan Kahn, who wrote The Harbinger. He's a Messianic Jew and he is leading the tour. And we're going in November. And so we had a discussion yesterday and he said, well, I'm, I'm going with you and, you know, it's not really my thing, but I'm going with an open heart and I really want to receive, you know, if there's something that God is leading me to in the Holy Land, I want to be open to that and stuff. But I think that open door wouldn't have happened sure. if I was still like, this is what the Bible says and you just got to suck it up and you've got to believe in faith and all those things that I've been trying for so many years and I'm just coming alongside him now and loving him. And of course, that's a great question. I don't know. Yes, there's some things that are messed up. Yes, I agree. And just loving him where he's at and, and not needing him to conform to what I believe. And it's just changed things. So listener, if you are listening and you've got an unbelieving spouse, just come alongside and love and support and um, not try not to thump your beliefs. I, I've tried it for many years. It doesn't work. <laughs> and so just loving your spouse and letting Christ sanctify him or her through you. And it's all good, right? It's all good. I prayed for 25 years to have yes. my husband come, um, and he's still learning, mm-hmm. but he's come. Philip Yancey has written several wonderful books yes. for those of you that are in circumstances as Donna is, is explaining, and uh, he was um, a not a believer, went to a Bible college and did not believe any of it, and he has written wonderful things. And no, we don't have the answers, nor are we supposed to have the answers. But God does. I was just at a conference a couple months ago where Philip spoke. Good. He is pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. But yes, get some books and right. and see what he has to say mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah. But all good. Hopefully I'll have some great stories coming back from the Holy Land. And Well, you got to read Kathy Lee Gifford's book. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. Why that one? Uh, and the rabbi. She, she it's, it's her experience in... I can't think of the title of it if you look up Kathy Lee I Gifford. I will. Yes. And it's her going to uh, uh, Israel? Yes. Oh, yes. With okay, the I've rabbi. With the rabbi. And so oh, and, she uh, writes, Oh, the road with the rabbi. Okay. She uh, writes... The uh, road, the uh, the rock, the road, and the rabbi. Study guide. Come to the land where it all began. 
That's Very the study good. guide, but then there is the actual book too with Kathy Lee Gifford. Exactly, and it's the not Rock, a quick the Road, read. and the Rabbi. It's a I I can't read it quickly, but it's her writing and it's his writing. Wow, and it's, wow. it's nice. All right, I will definitely oh, check that out. A lot of good books lately, haven't you? I, parts of them. I haven't finished very many of them. <laughs> You're one of those You've too. talked about The Circle Maker a right. lot. Oh, I, I love, love that one. book. I did that last year. But the one I love more of his is The Soul the Maker. The Soul Maker. S-O-U-L. Yes. Soul Maker. S-O-U-L. The Soul Maker. I marched around my house and did a circle yeah. prayer <laughs> over my house. Yeah. Good. Oh, I love Pastor that. Pastor Batterson inspired me. All right, Angie Austin here, AngieAustinRadio.com. If you'd like to partner with the Good News, and uh, we can promote your nonprofit, we can promote your business. If you'd like to grow either your nonprofit, your business, your ministry, your church, uh, we would love to team up with you. We have the best prices radio in town, I think, because we do do this as a ministry. AngieAustinRadio.com. Michelle Ron, she does speaking. Jericho Girls is the nonprofit uh, that we we're just talking about with Donna. She also does real estate and she writes and has a blog if you'd like to sign up for that. And then uh, producer Dave is doing podcasts for people now as well. That's his side hustle. AngieAustinRadio.com if you want to reach out to any of us. Thank you. We'll be right back. Good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps, and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two, and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things, and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Arc. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to The Good News. If you like The Good News program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com AngieAustinRadio.com Just click on Contact Me. I would would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin and Friends. Now, please enjoy this classic encore segment from The Good News. Welcome back to The Good News. This is the child-friendly first half of the show, as we'll be talking about more intense topics the second half of the show. 
Uh, we're using well, the safety scissors this hour, this half Pardon hour. me? We're using the safety scissors this half hour. Yeah, safety scissors. Yeah. I like those, safety those scissors. Good. Just so you know, though, yeah. kids can still cut each other's hair with safety scissors. Yeah, my four-year-old yes. did that yeah. a couple weeks ago. She gave yeah. herself bangs, too, yeah. much to my chagrin. Yeah, Yeah, my um, three-year-old, well, now four, she um, ch- ch- chopped off a chunk of her bangs, too, and we tried to blend it. <laughs> blending, you know, I don't care yeah. what you try to it, Blending no. doesn't work. And I did try once to do my, my son's hair, you know, being you know, how oh, frugal yeah. and thrifty yeah. I am. I'm like, oh, I can give him a buzz cut. Yeah. He looked like he was a prisoner of war. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I thought to myself, this is almost child abuse because if he goes out like that, yeah. people will think he's ill. You know, and that, oh, your son, is he in chemo? Like, what happened? Yeah, because what happened it was him? just so uh, uh, yeah. horrible. Yeah. It wasn't like even, it was like chunks and, you know, really That's bad. Funny. And so um, my husband uh, said that we'd take him and have it fixed. Yeah. And so I made him go. You know, because wow. I was too embarrassed to take him. When my boys were younger, we, you know, during the summer, we'd shave their heads very, very close. You know, yeah. like, just like, you know, less than a quarter of an inch. I couldn't get it right. Well, we had the clippers at home, and they didn't want to let me do it. So I made a deal with them. I said, okay, listen, if you let me shave your head, then I'll let you shave mine. Oh, no. So we still have the video of me sitting on the floor where they got the clippers. And was I just it okay? Sat there and, well, I had to clean it up afterwards. Right. But, I mean, it's one of those things I'll never forget. It's things. like They'll shearing never... a sheep. Yeah, pretty much yeah. at that point. Yeah, well, you're not that yeah. hairy, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty funny though. They they just loved it, the idea of zzz, and yeah. Well, we have a friend on the show, Mary McNeely. She's the founder at Million Dollar Butterflies, and she has her own radio show, and she also just started a TV show that she's going to tell us about. And she has she's a dance instructor, and she brought Riley with her. And hi, Mary. Well, hello, Miss Angie. I love it when you bring one of your kids with you. Thank you. Me too. It always makes it more fun. <laughs> well, tell us what's going on with you, and tell us what you know Riley's doing here, and a little about Riley. Sure, Million Dollar Butterflies. Wow. This thing has just exploded, and especially this week. What an awesome campaign we've been running to get people excited about the premiere of our TV show, which is premiering this Saturday at 6.30 a.m. on Fox 31 Denver. And what a week this has been. So we're excited to be here on your show today to talk about it. Million Dollar Butterflies is a positive message children's brand. We just, you know, obviously your show is about the good news. It's all positive message and the hope. And we just heard from Jenny talking about how what she does is all positive message. I love this. I love this trend of us infusing the media with really good stuff. So what an appropriate day to have Riley here because as we mentioned, it is bring your child to work day and I love this day. I wish this day was once a month because children need to know what business money entrepreneurship looks like because they go through school, they come out of school with a load of debt and and the sense of entitlement that there's going to be a job there for them. You brought up one of our other friends, Dr. D, right? You said he has three amazing children. Does. And Dr. D and I, when I first started brewing up the idea for Million Dollar Butterflies last year, I worked with Dr. D a lot on his radio show and found out how many principles he and I share and how like-minded we are. And I don't have any children, but I share these ideals and I see how his children have succeeded. And I say, okay, this has to be right. We have to be onto something here. And so that's what we do through our family radio show, which is on Sister Station KLZ 560 on Sundays from noon to one. We have a theme each week. It could be failure, honesty, accountability, responsibility, opportunity. We we talked about choices, how you choose the life that you have. If you're going to be negative, I mean, you have thousands of choices to make every single day from when you wake up in the morning. And those choices can go one way or the other. And Absolutely. you choose the life that you're living right now. And so that was a great show that we had. Riley 
hosts this show with me as well as um, 13-year-old Josh. And the three of us together, we speak to families and we help them understand that children can build an accountable and responsible life and learn how to build a life of success at a young age. And that's what we want to do. Just change the image of success. Make business, money, entrepreneurship cool. And we do it through singing and dancing. Cool and fun. So tell us about Riley. So Riley is 14 years old. She became a butterfly when she was 13. One day she came to me and said, Miss Mary, I heard you're an author. I would love to know what the process is to write a book. And this was last year. And I said, great. And and so we were actually supposed to be doing a dance lesson. And her mom booked a private (laughs) dance lesson. And then 30 minutes later, we totally built a business and hadn't gotten any dancing done. But we built a business. And Riley started her company, Dance to the Point, last year. And she's becoming an author right now. She has a clothing line. She does video blogging. She is a resource for dancers. And it's so cool because she is a competitive dancer. And and that's what we do. We're kids teaching kids. And so Riley really walks the walk. And of course, she's also hosting the radio show with me every week. And she's got a neat spot on our TV show because she is the image of success. I want to put her in front of the world, in front of all these kids to say, you can be 14 and be accountable, responsible and Have do amazing own business. things. Yeah, Riley, tell me about that. Tell me about all the stuff you're doing right now. So like I'm a resource for competitive dancers. So I'll like have different types of tips for all kinds of dancers of any age of just like little things that you need to learn because like after a really long period of time there's so many different things you learn so if I could just like speed up the process a little bit and tell kids now that are also in the younger generation as well as the older ones then they can start thinking about what I'm saying and then soon they can you know relate that to their dancing. So that where do they find your tips? So you can go to dancetothepoint.com. Dance to the point? Yes, with, with an, an e. e at the end of point. point. And then you can also go to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash dancetothepointtv. You have a YouTube channel? Yes. That's cool. What's on there? Like d- dance videos, tips? Uh, yeah, just tips on like little video blogs about things that you should watch out for and stuff. And what else are you doing? And then I have my clothing line, which you can also find on my... Uh, website and what's this about being an author oh and I'm also writing my book I'm about on my second draft right now and just starting to get everything so I'll put like everything I have like in together as one big book plus more and different types of things now um when you're doing the radio show tell me about that do you like that like what do you do when you're um hosting or co-hosting I love the radio show it makes my day like I always get up at like what six o'clock every Sunday and I'm just so excited to do that kind of stuff. And it's so cool to tell other kids about the things that they should be doing because sometimes you don't really realize it, like what you need to be doing to become a successful person in life. And that's what Mary's doing. Well, tell me what Mary's taught you. Well, talk about when we what was when we talked about choices, how your segment was about choosing to follow the rules and what that's done to your life and leading by example. Yeah. So if you like follow the rules, then everything else like works out because then you're not getting in trouble and who wants to get in trouble like it's not it's not cool to get in trouble some kids think that it's cool to get in trouble but it's not because then you're breaking so many rules and not following the right path and then if you follow the right path then there's no trouble and you learn so much more absolutely because you're not wasting your time in detention getting in trouble exactly you can be in school learning about math or whatever you're learning about what's next for you riley Everything. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> like a mini Mary. Isn't it funny? She I'm, I'm is. Kind of, I'm a little scared. I mean, when I was 14. 
15. I was more worried about, well, you know, when was soccer practice and, you know, what are my friends doing? And, and she's got so many things on her plate. It's like, oh, yeah. And I'm also writing a book. And what? <laughs> I'm on my second draft. That was Seriously? My that was my favorite quote of the day from a 15 year old. I'm on my second draft. I'm so impressed. <laughs> I'm like, my second draft? I know. Wow, I didn't even know you did one of those. I thought you just wrote it. Yeah. All right. All right, Miss Mary. What are you, what is your goal this year? So you've got, what do you want to do with these kids that come in to see you? Like if a parent is listening right now, what will you do with their child if they they bring their kid to you and say, here, Mary, here's my kid? Well, there's several ways to get involved with Million Dollar Butterflies. The first step is listen to our program, engage with our audience. The best place to start is either milliondollarbutterflies.com or facebook.com slash milliondollarbutterflies. You can get all the programming info and you can listen to our shows. Of course, we have podcasts, our YouTube channel is just huge at this point. I think we're, we're getting close to 20,000 views on the channel and oh, we're great. really excited. And when we look at the demographics, we see how many children and teens are watching these. And that's what gets me really excited because that's what we want to do. So get your kids involved by learning basic business, money, and entrepreneurship concepts by having them listen to our show and watch the videos. Now there's there's a lot of shining stars out there, okay? And when a shining star, maybe that's a parent listening right now saying, my kid is so entrepreneurial-minded. I want to put them in front of Mary. Riley is a special case like that. She came to me and said, I want to learn about being an author, but she also had the business acumen and the knowledge and just everything. She has everything <laughs> to be able to do this. And so I took her under my wing to help her with this business. And so if you're a parent listening right now and you say, I think my kid could do this, let's sit down and talk. You can call me 720-746-8267. It's Mary M at the butterflycreative.com. Tell me about your child. Tell me the story. Let's engage and see if they're serious about starting a business. And, um, the last way, you know, we're having a book sale this month. Yeah. So right there on the front page of our website, if you scroll down just a little bit, you can click on that button. It's 50% off right now. It's a great place. Riley's stories in that book. It's it's five young entrepreneurs that have awesome stories. They're kids well, in and business. Speaking, and, uh, uh, Riley, tell kids that are listening, like give them some advice on how to overcome some of the things that you already overcame to start your own business and start writing your own book and your own clothing line. Like give them some advice. Well, really, you have to have the right mindset. If you're, like, one of those people that, like, slacking off and you're like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I could do it. But, like, you really want to, like, be passionate about what you're doing and be like, yeah, I really want to do this and I want to put, like, all my extra time into it. So what you really need to do is figure out your schedule, like, build in certain timing for it and just really know that you really want to do it. You can't be a slacker? No. Did you hear that, Bill? (laughs) Really? You cannot be a slacker if you want to be an entrepreneur. Man, okay. I got a problem. All right. What else? I mean, do you feel like you've given up anything? Is it hard? Is it, or is it just fun? Do you just have a passion for it? Well, I've given up a few things, but it's just fun. Like I'm happy to give up some things because, like, yeah, I don't get to hang out with my friends as much, but that's like I get to hang out with them during lunch, during school, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't get to see them on the weekends very much, but that's totally fine with me because I'm being able to do all this other stuff and experience so much more now than I could have later. So now I can do even more in my life. And Mary, how do people get in touch with you? 
8267 and really just connect with us. Facebook is great. Facebook.com slash million dollar butterflies. We do all of our posting and announcements and everything on there. I'm on that thing all day long. I know you are. Right? Yeah. And when's the TV show? Because the TV show is this Saturday, right? That's right. So TV show premieres this Saturday, 6.30 a.m., Fox 31, Denver, KDVR. And they're also going to replay us on Sunday at 4 and 5 a.m. So if 6.30 wasn't early enough for you, please wake up at 4 a.m. on Sunday and let us know how that Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I can TiVo goes. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what, it's the same show That's what times. TiVo is for because I'm not even going to see 2.45, 3.45, 4 a.m. I never want to see those hours again. <laughs> I saw those hours for 20 years. Yeah. No, no, no. No more. All right. Coming up on the good news, when we come back, the second half hour is going to be a little bit more adult half hour of the show. We are going to speak with a man who started a uh, Joy International, and he helps rescue children, children who are being abused. So, again, it'll be for adults. But if you've got teenagers, middle schoolers, I think you'll really want to hear this because uh, this isn't just happening in the countries. He's going to explain how they're uh, coaxing our young girls here in the States into illegal activities that are very harmful to them. We'll be right back with the good news. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is an ideal family vacation. Come visit and be inspired by our surroundings. At YMCA of the Rockies, you can fill your days and nights with our fun, family-friendly programs and activities. This summer, YMCA has tons of fun and excitement planned for your family, and soon you can bring the entire family when we introduce our new dog park and dog-friendly activities. Whether you are looking for a harrowing adventure or just a relaxing stroll near Rocky Mountain National Park, YMCA can set you on your way. YMCA of the Rockies is the ideal family vacation located in a stunning environment that helps build healthy minds, bodies, and spirits for all. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we love to provide real bonding experiences for families of all sizes. Go to ymcarockies.org. Fill your next family vacation with fun, exciting, and affordable adventures at YMCA of the Rockies. Go to ymcarockies.org to book your stay today. Hey there, friend. Angie Austin here. You know, in this program, we often thank and celebrate our veterans. I have a lot within my own family, and many of our guests are veterans. And joining us today is Patricia Dorn. She is the Director of Rehabilitation Research and Development with the VA Research Program. Welcome, Patricia. Thank you. Well, let's talk about VA Research Week, because I think a lot of people don't realize the research you do benefits many of us non-military people as well. Absolutely. So May 13th through 17th, throughout the country, the VA medical centers and our integrated healthcare program, over 60 VAs will be having having events occurring under the, the title of Science of Hope. And this is an opportunity for veterans and their families and the community to come in and see uh, the research that's happening and meet investigators and administrators and perhaps some of the veteran participants themselves. Well, that's pretty cool. All right, let's talk about the different types of research the VA conducts because it's a pretty enormous amount of research that you do. 
It is. It, it is very much so. We have over 3,000 researchers who are um, VA employees, VA clinicians, researchers, and we have over thousands of different studies that are occurring at any given time point. Wow. And it's all veteran-centric research, so it's related to the health care needs of veterans of all eras, all conflicts, and it covers um, lab-style research all the way through human clinical trials as well as system level, meaning uh, changing guidelines and practice and the delivery of care based on what we learn from the research. But it, it covers um, all systems in, in terms of, of physical disabilities, um, psychological, behavioral health situations, um, it, chronic conditions. It, it's, all, it's all in there. <laughs> yeah, and all that research benefits the entire medical community. So if you're working on some of the older veterans and having something maybe to do just for example with dementia that then information that you garner from that study would benefit all people um, if you find something that will help the veterans it will also uh, help you know uh, civilians as well so let's talk about some of those historical accomplishments and innovations that we've uh, that you through the VA have researched and discovered Certainly. So there's the first successful liver transplant, wow. uh, which really opened the door to yes to transplantation in that in that area, making the clear connection between smoking and diseases that can occur as a result of that. Developing the nicotine patch, understanding early treatment and how to control high blood pressure, the implantable cardiac pacemaker. Um, I imagine these are things that uh, veteran population as well as uh, civilian population, um, can, it resonates with them and their families. I had no idea. I mean, that's pretty uh, astounding. It's fabulous. And <laughs> what we do for the veterans as well as nation at large that benefits, and we're happy that that's how it goes. That is cool. Okay, what else do you want us to know about the VA, the work you do in VA Research Week? Any other tidbits that will be of interest to our listeners? Oh, sure. So as you indicated, we, we cover many, many research domains. People may be aware from the news hearing about traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. a mild traumatic brain injury, multiple um, events with that, as well as post-traumatic stress disorder. And we are researching that in many ways uh, just to understand what that looks like, understand best ways to treat it, and importantly, understand what that will mean for the veteran in the future in terms of potentially developing other kinds of conditions like dementias um, or Alzheimer's uh, and perhaps developing it at an earlier time point so that we understand if that's going to be a potential feature and then that would be a feature of care that we need to be thinking about for the future because some of these folks, they're they're young. They're, these veterans are in their 20s and 30s and we, VA, provides a lifetime of care for those individuals. So this will have uh, implications for the kind of care that we need to be thinking about providing in the future. And as you indicated with the population at large, the civilians with motor vehicle injuries and sports injuries, Mm -hmm. it uh, is important to know this for them too. Absolutely. Great information. Okay, uh, where can we go ourselves to find out more about VA Research Week as well as some of these medical advances, innovations, and studies you're conducting now? Do you have a website you can send us to? 
Sure, yeah. So, so it's www.research.va.gov, and from there, uh, individuals, listeners can learn about the research, learn about Research Week, and they can also pull up the websites for their local VAs to learn what's happening locally and uh, what's going on right in their communities. Wonderful. Give us that website one more time, Patricia. Sure. www.research.va.gov. Perfect. Research.va.gov. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, sponsored interview. I appreciate you very much. Uh, When we team up with partners like this, it really helps keep our show on the air and you as well help keep our show on the air. So thank you for supporting the good news. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com.